Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Winning streak is over. At two is the number. Welcome in, y'all. CHGO Bulls Podcast. Brought to you by DraftKings, so you can use that code CHGO when you sign up. I'm right now rolling with you. I am Big Dave. Follow me at Bow Sports. That man face. right here, the Quaff King, will go Gottlieb. Follow him, Will underscore Gottlieb, because he is grown. And that man down there with the number 23 on of a person who should be in the Hall of Fame right now, ladies and gentlemen, that is our guy, Kyle Williams. I always mess up your Twitter, and I don't ever want to get it wrong, so please tell it to me. K underscore Williams Media. That's what it is. DJ Joey Spathis on the ones and twos on the board. Follow him at Joey Spathis. He says he's going backwards. We need him to go forwards on that quest to 1K. 104.98 is the final score. The Bulls on the losing end in Toronto. And honestly, guys, it felt like two things. It felt like three-point shooting and definitely offensive rebounding. Um, I believe they shot 42-3 to the Bulls 25. That is correct. If I'm not mistaken. And as far as offensive rebounds were concerned, well, 19-6, to including that exclamation point offensive rebound at the end there, Kyle. Yeah, Scotty Barnes came alive, particularly in the fourth quarter. And, I mean, it was just that, that offensive rebound signified everything in that game. It was just him out hustling for an offensive rebound, two points to Toronto, and then – even came down and it was a goaltend, but he tried to block a shot that, I mean, the game was already over. And, yeah. you know, Toronto just, they're, they don't have a traditional big outside of um, Jakob Pertl, but they're just so big. Every Like OG and Anobi, Scotty Barnes, even Gary Trent is 6'5". They just, Boucher, yeah. they at the wing position, they just have a bunch of strong and guys with length and yeah. it shows on the offensive glass. Length and athleticism and offensive rebounding. I mean, that is what the Toronto Raptors do. They're the fourth best offensive rebounding team in the league. Mm -hmm. They force the most turnovers, which you saw tonight Mm -hmm. uh, from the Bulls' end. And they get a ton of second-chance points. And those are, like, the things that the Bulls are supposed to be good at, right? Is Mm -hmm. that they they outscore you from the free-throw line. Because they're not a three-point shooting team, they have to beat you with more efficient mid-range shooting. Mm -hmm. They have to get to the free-throw line, and they can't turn the ball over. And then they got to finish plays with defensive rebounding. The Raptors just outstrengthed the Bulls, right? Like, they took their strengths, and they just beat up the Bulls at them. I mean, if you're not going to be able to adjust your game plan, and, you know, I'm getting a lot of questions about Billy Donovan in this. Yes, it's, um, you know, there's probably some coaching adjustments that could have been made in terms of lineups and rotations, but at the end of the day, if, like, the other team is just beating you up and preventing you from playing to your strengths then what can you do? Like, the Bulls can't just become a three-point shooting team right. on days where they're not getting to the free-throw line. Mm-hmm. Um, it was just a bad bad recipe. Yeah. And, again, I'm, I'm, I'm glad you got into Billy because that's kind of where I was going with that because, obviously, when the Bulls lose, 
he's going to take a brunt of these things and of these situations. But I wanted to know your opinion on on how he played uh, Alex Caruso. Uh, he got 26 minutes, six points, four rebounds, uh, six assists, was solid. But he had a tall task, you know, in having to go against Pascal Siakam. And, I mean, we talked about him in the pregame, just how great he's been. And, I mean, just off of size alone, Alex Caruso, you know, is going to struggle a little bit. But – I thought Billy tried to do his best, you know, with switching out, you know, Caruso and Patrick Williams, who I thought had a really solid game. I mean, he had eight points. Nobody likes the one rebound and things like that. But he, we thought he got injured. Glad to see he came back in. But in that third quarter, you know, hits a three, you know, gets a pump fake, gets another bucket. We were happy to see those things from Pat. But a lot of people just wanted to see him out there strictly for that rebounding. Will, how do you, how do you feel about that one? I mean, Pat's been a guy that's given up offensive rebounds in key moments all year. I, I don't really think that the Bulls are in a position where they just, like, have a bunch of guys they can filter through. You're not going to play Drummond and Vooch out there together. Yeah. Um, the Raptors, I thought, did a really smart thing closing out the game, which was getting Vooch switched on to Siakam so that when Siakam was isolating and getting a shot up, Vooch wasn't down there to defensive rebound. Yes. And Vooch is, like... It's one of those situations kind of like Robin Lopez where he would basically box out every single person on the other team so that somebody on the Bulls would get the defensive rebound even if it wasn't him. Vooch obviously gobbles up a lot of those rebounds, but when he's not down there and you got guys like Scotty Barnes and OG Ananobi and Jakob Pertl crashing the glass, like they're going to get destroyed, and, and that's really what happened. But from a defensive standpoint, I mean, you hold the Raptors to 104 points. You hold Siakam below his average. He had 20 on less than 40% shooting. Uh, OG Ananobi had 17 on less than 50% shooting. Barnes was 4 of 12. Mm -hmm. um, really the only guy that that had a great shooting night was Gary Trent going 5 mm -hmm. of 11 from 3. Yeah. I think the Bulls have, have really defended well. I, obviously the defensive rebounding was the issue tonight, but it's right. like it's a scoring. You can't win a game scoring 98 points. Just not going to do it. You just can't. Uh, not in, in, in the NBA, you're not going to do that. And yeah. shout out to Matt Peck, who told everybody to take the under on the 219 points. Uh, there you go. Even from ways away, still correct, ladies and gentlemen. Still putting it down for you. But I also thought um, just every time we played the Raptors, I feel like we kind of we rave about them. You know, we kind of marvel at the way they play because it's so unorthodox, like you were saying about the lineups. Like everything's really unorthodox, but it – works and it makes basketball sense every time you watch them play like you said will you were telling me about the different defenses that they run that are really just not normal defenses out there but they seem to work every single time they're running it out there it doesn't matter if they're running all bigs and just have like uh og ananobia scotty barnes at the point guard position you know they can do things like that but it always works for them man and it feels like they know when to turn it on of course, you can attribute championship pedigree and things like that. But Scotty Barnes wasn't there, you know what I'm saying, for the championship. But he knows how to get tough. You saw him annoying Andre Drummond, you know, trying to get the ball from him and things like that. But they're always really fun to watch, Kyle, and just full of wings. You know what I'm saying? You know, yeah, like, bone in on the wings. You know what I'm saying? They're full of wings, bro. But they're, they're fun of, to watch. They're full of wings. And then they also play to the percentages, like which is sometimes easier said than done. And, mm. like, there was a Multiple instances where um, I believe I believe it was either Scotty or OG's man rotated off of Alice Caruso and completely left him and it mucked up the play. And like, you know, usually teams they help off of shooters, but the Raptors just say they have certain guys that they're just okay with. Like, okay, if they shoot, then that's fine. And I think that's what's interesting to me. It's like that can sometimes throw off your timing. It's like you're used to the closeout coming. Sometimes the Raptors don't close out to certain people, but 
they're just relentless too. Yeah. Like they lead, they're like they're tied with the Rockets for contested offensive rebound percentage, and it showed in today's game. Like they attack the glass, and it really makes you like look at the Bulls roster and see outside of Patrick Williams, who's not a a physical rebounder. Like if Vooch isn't down there rebounding, there's really not that many options at their disposal in terms of wings. Yeah, I see a lot of uh, Bulls fans upset because they feel Drummond should have AK. Um, could you put that back for me there? Uh, DJ Joey Spathis, AK, talking about how they should have had Drummond in the game to counter the length of Toronto Bulls, giving up offensive rebound after offensive rebound. Drummond's more, I think, him more better for the defensive uh, rebounding position. But again, Vooch, you know, was had it going was from cooking. three. Yeah. You know what I mean? He had it going, and you got to get your scoring from somewhere. As you see, this team is not a great scoring team. They couldn't get to a hundred. Right here. So that's the dilemma, and it's going to be very hard for them to play together. But, again, I, I will throw a Dalen Terry name out there because he's a guy I want to see. When you mentioned that word relentless, that was the first thing I thought of. Like, oh, yeah, Dalen. Like, that's what he does. He's relentless to go get rebounds. Just for a couple minutes just to see if it works, you know, things like that. But, yeah, man, it's a tough ask, and I don't think there's any right answer when you're playing a team like this. They're, you're going to struggle against the Raptors, man. They – no matter what their record is, man, they're coming to play, and it's going to be tough. Well, I think what Kyle said I want to just double down on because I think it's really true, which is the way that the Raptors help off of guys. So we all pointed this out because we all noticed it in real time when nice. Caruso got the ball in the short roll, and he just was, like, in the middle of the floor, and nobody was in front of him. Right. And usually he's, like, looking for somebody to kick it out to in that situation. But the Raptors just had, like, three guys on – like the blocks and the elbow. And so nobody was like really going to smother him. Nobody was really going out to shooters. They were just standing there waiting for the Bulls to do something to beat them. Mm. And of course, nobody could because they really, they really um, exploit your weaknesses in a way that teams typically do during the playoffs. Yes. Which yes. is like leave Patrick Beverly. He, he, fine. If you want to let him beat us with three point shooting, be my guest. Same right. thing with Caruso. Same thing with Io. Same thing with Patrick Williams. Like these guys aren't necessarily trusted three-point shooters, and so that allows them to just load up on DeMar, load up on Zach, send two, send three at times, and then you, but the, the other guys have to beat you, and they didn't. So it, I, I think that's a lot of where it comes down to um, in terms of why the offense isn't, like, generating more points. Like, the the big three, they're doing what they can, but they're playing one-on-two most times. Mm -hmm. And so I think, to me, this is, like, not a really a Billy Donovan question. It's more of, like, this is the flaws of the roster coming back back up again. Yeah, true, because, again, I'm sitting here advocating for the rookie, you know what I'm saying, to be out there. That's a roster flaw. You know what I mean? You're supposed to have a guy in that position that can yeah. do those kind of things. Like, I think sometimes, like, it's always, you know, the coach is, like, at the forefront of everything, supposed to address everything on a day-to-day -day basis. And Billy does have his faults, but, like Will mentioned, this is just kind of a roster thing. Like, mm -hmm. like there's not much, like – like if you put like say you put in Drummond, like who are you taking out? Exactly. Like you're not exactly. taking out Vooch, you're not taking out any of the other four. Yeah. It's just, let's add even less shooting. Yeah. yeah. Let's make Can't things more way. condensed for Toronto. Toronto would love that. Yeah. It's just like, yeah. oh, okay, cool. You guys are gonna double bet. And it's just more of a roster construction thing. I mean, and wings are like a scarcity in today's NBA. Everybody wants like the ideal yeah. two way wing, but right. there needs to be unless upgrades. you're the Nets. They have like eight. They have enough. <laughs> they have enough. That's how it is, man. Uh, I thought they also um, did a really great job on – you mentioned on the defense they were playing on the Bulls, best two best players, the two yeah. bucket getters, uh, Zach Levine and DeMar DeRozan. 
Zach Levine, I mean, he didn't even touch the ball, I believe, the first three possessions. He didn't even touch it. You know, they didn't even, he didn't get his hands on the basketball. And I shot, what, just, what, three shots in that first quarter? Yeah. Like, he, he definitely um, – they definitely just kept him – I can't even call it struggling because they definitely were just on him. Like, nope, you're cut off. You're not doing this. DeMar, they did the same thing they've been doing since basically last season when they started it in the fourth quarter, was putting the double team on him. Yep. And then teams around the league started taking notice of that, and all of them started doing those kind of things. So, yeah, you just they took DeMar out, and they took uh, Zach out. And like you said, they were like, well, fine, Patrick Beverly, you get the threes. Caruso, you get these threes. Guys, you know, you got to knock these shots down if you're going to be able to beat us. Vooch, they can live with. And I think that's what the league has kind of decided. Like, we can live with Vooch yeah. getting 23, 10. You know, do your thing. It's not him they're worried about, you know what I mean? Because somebody has to give him the basketball. It's the guys who can create their own shot that they got to worry about and be concerned with. And that's what the Raptors uh, will do a great job of cutting off. And I, I hate to keep harping on this because the, the, it's past, but, like, this is where the no moves at the deadline, the no moves last summer really stands out. In a game like this where the solution to beating the Bulls is so obvious. If teams wanted to, like, game plan a couple days in advance – and just, like, decide that they would remove the Bulls from this game and, like, get an easy win, it would be very easy to do that because all you need to do is send doubles and not care about the other three-point shooters. Mm-hmm. And, you, I mean, you just it's very difficult for the Bulls to uh, respond to that. Yeah. They just don't have an answer for it. And so unless you're going to get um, one of those off – rare shooting nights from an IO or from Patrick Williams or something. Mm-hmm. It's just, it's very difficult for Zach and Damar to beat you going two on four, two on five. And very true. And going off of that point, even today, even they had 28 assists as a team, which is a very good number. The ball was popping, but sometimes they, they overpass in a way, or they don't take the wide open shot, which is in relation to the roster construction and that they don't have a, 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 bevy of like three-point shooters on the team and like sometimes passing up a wide open three-point attempt to dribble in like sometimes it's just it's hurting the offense like I believe Zach's he does it a couple of times a game and Vooch is just it's a problem within the team and Mm -hmm. it's just it hurts and it shows in a game like this and when you lose such a close game yeah you see Daniel uh, in the comments saying that Caruso open threes decides to pass it uh, we definitely saw that early. I mean, we saw that later on, I should say, because early on, you know, those threes were open. They just weren't going in. I think it's, it's definitely both both of those things. Like anybody shooting the ball, if you don't see it go in, you're going to be hesitant, oh, yeah. you know what I'm saying, to take that shot again. No doubt. Unless you, you know, just have that cold mind state of a killer, of a shooter. Like, it don't Unless matter. Jordan Poole. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's going up. You know what I mean? Shout out to my man going up. But, yeah, if it's unless it's like that, you're going to hesitate. You know, you saw uh, Io do that. You know, Pat Williams has done it his whole time here. You know what I mean? Guys are going to be hesitant if they don't see it uh, go in, man. And that's that's just kind of what it is. And, again, you don't have other shooters you can depend on and other shoes you can lean on. So that's why those things are going to happen, you know, going, hopefully not too often, but definitely happen in this game right here for the Bulls, man. And, it's you know, it sucks to see, but – that's what it is when you're playing against a team like the Toronto Raptors who got wangs every damn where, all over the place, man. Oh, people are upset at Billy Donovan. They are not pleased. But <laughs> they love Nick Nurse like we do. And we'll get into it when we, after his break. We'll talk more about the Raptors. 
We'll take some of your super chats. Make sure you get them thumbs up going, y'all. Can you see them thumbs? Look at them thumbs on this man right here. He's Quaff King, and he's got two thumbs. Look at Kyle down there. Got the cool jersey, and he got a – that's a long-ass thumb, bro. <laughs> man, that is a thumb right there. I am never playing video games with you. <laughs> Dang, he winning on that one, man. But we will return, and we will talk some more with you. Now, guess what it's time for? It's time for some ads. And, of course, since it's time for some ads, that means I got to read. And I'm going to read it right. And we're going to talk about Com Ed facility yeah assessments my favorite thing to talk about y'all don't know that it's not athletic greens it's about saving money on energy yes i'm very responsible okay. don't let it fool you very responsible human being the combat energy efficiency program is committed to helping families and businesses in the communities we serve save money and energy combat offers free facility assessments that can help Find energy-saving opportunities, whether it's lighting, HVAC systems, commercial kitchen equipment, or industrial processes, because I am fancy. An authorized engineer will work with you to develop a detailed assessment plan specific to your goals and needs. These can be done in person or virtually and last approximately two hours. Within three to four weeks, customers will receive a report detailing energy efficiency projects that they can start working on when immediately each recommendation will include estimated energy costs, cost savings, protect project costs, potential incentives, and simple payback. So don't wait, get started saving money and energy today for energy saving tips and the schedule of your free facility assessment. Go to comed.com slash P O W E R I N G. Dash biz. That's powering because you didn't know that. Ready to sign up for a facility assessment? Call us at 1-855-433-2700 during normal business hours to speak with the ComEd Energy Efficiency Program representative or email them at businessee at comed.com or request an assessment online at their website, comed.com slash facility assessment. Like, you know, the other thing, why well, I'm really glad this young man is right here. It's because there's one product besides the amazing hair product that he uses. What makes you think swears I don't sprinkle it in my hair? <laughs> <laughs> That's Rubber a hack around. right there for you, ladies and gentlemen. Life hack. You can't give away all the secrets of the Wu-Tang, sir. You got to know your own. Come on. Don't give them all to him, man. What is my Wu-Tang name? Violent Bastard? <laughs> Violent Bastard is his Wu-Tang name. Violent Bastard is his name. Yes, it is, man. But not, what's not violent is he's getting all... Of his AG1. No, 75. High quality vitamins, minerals, whole food source, superfoods, probiotics, and oh my God, DJ Joey Spathis, the adaptogens. Adaptogens. To help you start your day correctly. That special blend of ingredients supports your gut health, nervous system, immune system, energy recovery focus, and your aging. All the things that your wonderful self is going to need. Costs you less than $3 a day. You're investing in your health, and it's cheaper than that cold brew habit that you might have. Cheaper than getting all them different supplements yourself, and you're investing in that all-in-one nutritional insurance. It's vegan, dairy-free, gluten-free, same less than one gram of sugar, no GMOs, no nasty chemicals, or artificial anything. And it does all this while still tasting good. And to make it really easy for y'all, yeah, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of that immune support in vitamin D. And count them out, 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 five. And them free travel 
packs with your first purchase. All you got to do is visit athleticgreens.com. Oh, that's It's all right. Slash. I was going to hit it. That's not my, that's my fault. That's I was my just fault. You just gave it to him? Just the diagonal slash? I wanted slash? to go. Yeah, just like that? Both. Yeah. I like that. Actually, Wait, I like what, that. What's it, was it again? Slash. No, no. What's the... Oh, athleticgreens.com slash mm, CHGO Bulls. That's athleticgreens.com slash CHGO Bulls to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance because it's Athletic Greens. You scoop it, you dump it, <laughs> you shake it, you drink it. Then what you do, Kyle? I don't know. Oh! Feel it. You feel it. It's like a capital F. Oh, I know. I, I know. Yes, looked science. <laughs> He's new. Hey, he just walked in the game, and I know looked him. I know looked past him. You got to get ready, ready for the for point it. guardsmanship. Got to be one ready, man. I was trying to give him the one. Don't worry, I'm gonna get you an easy one. I don't know time. if it, right. I don't know if it's that he wasn't ready. It's that you know, it's we just traded for Kyle. He's first game. That's and what I'm saying. We're running sets for him. He, you know, he's still that's what I'm saying. I threw him a no look, just expecting him to have that. You know what I'm saying? That was just a oh, test. That's on me though. I gotta know that. That's on me. You see, what's that called? You know what you hear what that's called, Joey? That's accountability. There it is, Joseph. Yeah, we're we're thumb pointers on this show. We're not finger pointers. We're thumb pointers. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Joey, we got the uh, super chats we want to get to, man. Yeah, we actually do. We got sure. two so far. We got one from AK, the super fan. He says Nick Nurse defensive scheme didn't allow Zach or Debo to get into any rhythm. Often cheating off of Beverly and Caruso, as you guys talked about a little bit. I uh, think Billy will need to put P-Will back into the lineup, especially against bigger teams. Yeah, that's that's another thing I wanted to touch on. Um, that I kind of want you guys' opinion on right here. Should the Bulls be catering their starting lineup to the size? Like, I like, the, again, one of the many times I say about Billy is he's not beholden to any lineup. Like, I think it should be game-by-game basis. I don't think they're good enough to just have a starting five and to just go with that starting five and say, you know what, that's the five we're going to run with. I don't think they're good enough for that. I think they have to go on a game-by-game basis. How, how do you feel about that one, Kyle? Um, I, on, a, on a surface of it, I agree with that like, line of thinking, especially with this team. But I think for the development of Patrick Williams, I think consistency at this point, like knowing his role and being able to get shots and rhythms with that second unit would be more beneficial at this point mm. in the season. But I do agree that like there's no lineup no, – like there's no – set lineup for this team. They're just not talented enough for that. Well, let me ask you, why do you feel it's more beneficial that he gets it with the second unit? I just think it's better for a young player to kind of have, like, that consistent role. Like, they come into a game, they know who they're playing with, being able to build that consist, like, with Kobe White and Io getting that time and run together. And I think, especially for Patrick Williams, who's missed time over his first couple of years in the league, I think, me personally, that would be beneficial for him is to just – have that consistency, not like being, okay, this game you're in the starting lineup. This game you're back to the bench. That's just me, though. I feel you. I, feel you. I don't disagree with that. I think you are correct. But I also think we're at the point in the season where development of young players does not matter. That's they are trying to make the play-in yeah. by any means necessary. Mm-hmm. And if that means you got to put Patrick in to close the game, you put him in to close the game. If that means you put him on the bench to close the game, you put him on the bench. Mm-hmm. I think I trust – Billy Donovan's decision-making when it comes to, like, closing lineups Mm -hmm. to make the right call because he knows what buttons to press, certainly better than I would. So um, I think there's a chance that we will see some more 
um, shifting guys around. Obviously, like Javante could come back at some point. Um, Dirk Jones has been out of the rotation. He could get back in. We don't know yet, but right. I think right now they need to mess around with some lineups, collect some data on how those lineups perform. Um, and I think that means playing a lot of Patrick Beverly with different groups just to get a sense of how they do and where he is most needed when he is most needed. So, um, yeah, I think they they are clearly missing that big power forward yeah, type who, yeah, can, yeah. who can rebound and who can still play late game next to Vooch. But, again, that's a roster flaw. That's a, And it's not even just like shame on you, AK, for not doing that. It's a really difficult thing to find. Is is that surprising not seeing Derrick Jones Jr. in this kind of game when you got those kind of wings out there? Um, well, he's been out of the rotation for a couple games now um, since the since the All Star break when Patrick Beverly's been here. Um, I think he adds an element where he can sort of take advantage of bigger bigs where where his length can come into play um where he can dive and and catch alley-oops and then you know switch out on the perimeter when there are long lengthy athletic wings that are longer lengthier and more athletic than him (laughs) i think he kind of gets overshadowed in those moments so it makes more sense to me to maybe play the caruso or patrick williams at the four okay i i kind of wanted to see him just in this kind of game just just because of the wings and honestly just because of that He's so weird to me because not not as a person, but it's so weird because he'll play all these games. He's been consistent, you know, in playing all these games. And then like as soon as Patrick Beverly got here, you gone. You know what I mean? Like to the bench, we don't see from see him anymore. And I thought at least he would be in like as far as situations are concerned. And I'm not saying it still can't be that way, because obviously it's only been three games for it. But I was just a little surprised though. I didn't see him in there, especially when you needed something. You know what I mean? As far as crashing the board, he definitely does that well. He will yep. crash the boards. He will definitely do that. So I just thought he could provide you with a little something. But, again, I don't think it was, like, going to win you a game, to be honest, because the Raptors, as soon as, soon as the Bulls went on their run, the Raptors came right right back with them. You know what I'm saying? Yep. And, again, that's what winning teams do. That's and even still, I mean, Derek Jones is 6'5". Like, he's yeah. undersized. Right, exactly. But that's – all the Bulls have. Like, DeMar is 6'6". Six, six. Yeah. Patrick Beverly's 6 foot. Caruso's 6'4". Mm-hmm. Levine's 6'5". He's small. Kobe White's 6'5". Mm-hmm. Io's 6'4". Like, these guys are just all smaller. And yeah. they have to play that way. Caruso has to defend up. Um, I always Io forget Kobe's 6'5". So. Yeah. I always yeah. forget he's that. He's got great size for a guard, but he's still 6'5", which yeah. doesn't necessarily, you know, help you Get gobble up defensive rebound. rebounds. Yes, correct. Uh, Joey, the uh, other Super Chat you got for us, sir? Yes, sir. We got Pete. He says, Manuel, my brother, most optimistic fan, and I will be there tomorrow. CHO merch, question mark. I think he's got CHO merch hey. incoming. Pow! Pow! In Let's face. go. Let's go, man. Pow. And by being there tomorrow, what, what does he mean, young Joey Spathers? He means the watch party. He means party. the watch party. That's what he means. Not at peanut butter and jelly, at pizza, yeah. beer, and jukebox in the West Loop. I'm glad you told me that. What? Wait, di- wait. awesome opportunity to watch the game with Dave Peck, Go, Kyle. Wait, that's got to be like, what, $100 or 200 no, uh, uh, more like a million, but you know. Actually, it's One free. Million. Free. Free. No charge necessary. Come out, watch yeah. with the boys. Come support. Come hang with us, man. Like I'm I'm always excited to do these kind of events. Just to hang with fans and, and listen to their takes and 
they always so happy to see us, and everybody always ask about this person right here. They want to see the elusive one. This man, Kyle? No, no, Mm-mm, that's going to you, sir. Who wants to see me? Yeah, well, you'll be surprised. You're going to find out tomorrow. All right, <laughs> you're going to find there. out. The goat, they are ready to we see. We might need man. security to like war them off. You know the what wheel. I mean? Just, you, you understand how I go, Kyle. You know, you're gonna have to get everybody, there. Everybody. Give him his own section. You know what I'm saying? The goat VIP. section. Yes. Goat yeah, you, section. You, have to, you do actually have to buy tickets to hang out with me. <laughs> <laughs> everybody else is free. AK is jumping back in with another super chat. He Come says, having Javante back will help. True, yes, but again, that's, but a, he's that's another <laughs> undersized person. Like he was just saying, you know, it will help, but again. When you when you need size, you know what I mean. It's something they. Another thing we'll get into. I'm sure when the season is over about what the Bulls are going to be needing in the off season. But yeah, he's helpful. He's helpful. But as far as like size off his rebounding and against teams like this, you're going to struggle a little bit, man. It will be interesting though, from just a rotations perspective. The Bulls are playing nine guys right now, which right. is pretty much as many as you can play in an NBA game. Obviously, there's going to be situations where you go small and you bring in Derek Jones at the five or Patrick Williams. But, like, where does Javante fit into the rotation now mm-hmm. that they brought Patrick Beverly in? I'm not sure yet. It's going to be interesting to watch. Oh, one other thing I wanted to talk about was DeMar DeRozan. Uh, had a tough game uh, tonight. 13 points on five of 11 shooting. Uh, got to the free throw line five times, but missed two big ones. Uh, missed the one that they got the technical foul for, for the inbounding uh, inbound ball foul call that Kyle called immediately when it happened and then missed the other free throw down the stretch in the fourth quarter that kind of just was like, yeah, it's over right now. Yeah. Um, he had a tough game. Um, so I have to ask, how much do you put, Kyle, I'll ask you, how much do you put on it the defense that was being played and how much do you put on it the actual injury that he's kind of been dealing with? Uh, I think it's fair to say a little bit both. I mean, you got to give credit to Toronto's just like – if you have an ideal defender to guard DeMar DeRozan, it would be kind of in that OG and Anobi, Scotty Barnes archetype, just yeah. big enough to absorb his hits and then long enough to contest his shots. Yes. And, I mean, they just – they did a really good job in terms of, like, with their feet, moving their feet, sliding with him, and just not even allowing him to get the ball. That was where yeah. – like, they were over-aggressive to the point, but also controlled. It was impressive to mm-hmm. see. And – just denying him and making sure he wasn't even involved in like actions. It was, it was just a good like effort on Toronto's part. Yeah, they did a great job. Yeah, hundred percent agree. I mean, one, I don't think Demar is playing his best basketball right now. Right. He uh, he had twenty nine against the Wizards, which was great. Obviously, you want to see that. But seventeen in his first game back from that injury after All Star, he missed a couple leading up. He had 19, 16, 14. He missed a game, 19, 27, 15, 20. So he has not been playing his best ball. Um, obviously, tonight was really – the free throws were just like, what's going on here? But the Raptors do play him really well. He's averaging 14.5 against the Raptors this year, and it is game plan related. It is matchup related. I mean, they really take away your best scorer and your, your best scorers, and that's what they did tonight. I mean, Zach also really struggled. Yeah, and they did, like I said earlier, they did a great job on both of those guys. And I like the point you made, Will. Like, they, they're using basically their playoff defensive schemes right now, and they do that against everybody. They don't wait. You know what I mean? They, they go after you immediately. And they play like a team wanting to go to the playoffs. They understand what time it is. And that's kind of how they played, you know what I'm saying? And 
the severity of the situation. They they were on full alert about it, man. That's why yeah. you saw that fire in those guys, Kyle. No, yeah, like I mean, they understand like where they sit in the NBA standings, and yeah. they, they, I mean, they play. They've played like that ever since Nick Nurse took over for them. Frankly. Yeah, that's real. Like that's he real. just whatever he does, he gets them to buy in and play hard. Which it might seem simple, but the NBA season is so long, eighty-two games, yeah. and for them to, now they're thirty-one and thirty-two, I believe, and they they play like I don't. The only critique I have of this team is just their half court offense leaves a lot to be desired. Yes. They take a lot of tough shots, but defensively and effort you can't question them ever yeah but they also i think they've figured out what they do well enough to to compensate yeah. for the areas where they struggle their half court they try yep. to get out in transition they try to generate a ton of turnovers they try to get putbacks and easy points um on, on the offensive glass it's very similar i think to what the bulls try to do for the same reasons i mean they're not a, a three-point shooting team so they have to get to the free throw line they have to defensive rebound they have to generate steals and keep their own turnovers low yeah. and like i said at the beginning i mean the the raptors just outstrength the bulls yeah it's true it's what they did man uh they knew they didn't have a three-point shooting they gave it to them they knew they weren't great at rebounding that one sequence where they got what four offensive rebounds on one play like yeah. that, that was just yeah 19 on the just night wraps it up is the third most a team has gotten against the bulls this year <sighs> the raptors also have the first most at 23, which they got on November 6th. So this team has two of the three best offensive rebounding performances against the Bulls this season. Insane. This is what they do. Yeah. This is what I do. That's why he's the GOAT. <laughs> GOAT. Oh, man. Let's take our uh, second break here, man. When we come back, we're going to get to some of y'all comments out there. Come on, your super chats. Make sure you're hitting that thumbs up. Keep it up right there. We want to keep Will's hair right. So you want to give him that thumbs up and let him know that the hair is on point and it's perfect. That's how I like right here. Hey, Will, uh, you got something you want to tell the people. I actually have a quick question first. You have a question first? Uh, Come on with it. Kyle, what time is it? Game time. There it is. He is back. He was ready for that one. Yeah, baby. Back on top. Game time is the hottest new ticketing site that makes it easier than ever to score the best deals and tickets, sports, concerts, and shows. Joey, have you ever dreamed of sitting in a seat that you thought you never could? Maybe the 50-yard line, courtside, behind home plate, floor seats at a concert? Any of those ever interest you? The question Joey's asking. All those. All those those things sound good? Well, it's possible with the Game Time app. The biggest last-minute price drops can be found on the seats you thought you could never buy. You will not find a better deal this season on Bulls tickets, They've got like 20 more games left. You can still catch them at the United Center. And guess what? It's created by fans and for the fans, guaranteeing the lowest prices. So if you love us here at CHGO, then you will love game time. Mm. The best way to support us is by buying your tickets through the link in the description. Join over 15 million people who have downloaded the game time app to score the best seats to all your favorite events. Game time. Who? There it is. I didn't. I didn't need to ask anybody because no, I already knew what time it was. He just said it. He just already was ready for it. Okay. I, I already knew what time it was. <laughs> well, I have a question for you. Oh, oh, more questions. Yes. Well, you see, if you already have the best coverage in Chicago mm-hmm. or Chicago sports, mm-hmm. is there a reason that you aren't fitted out with the best gear around? I mean, Big Dave's rocking his bowls, hoodies, hats every day. That's Kyle's true. got the Hester jersey on. That's true. Unless that's a Chicago Sky flannel and you're hiding something there. I don't, you know, 
So Chicago, well, tell me where I can get some. Chicago, you've got the best <laughs> coverage for your sports teams. So why don't you get fit? By the way, that's CHGO. In case that was not obvious. So why don't you get fitted out in the best sports gear around, and that is Foco, because Foco has you covered from Soldier Field, Arlington Heights, or you know, <laughs> I, I don't want to push anyone's buttons Zing. to the living room. North side or south side, preferably north side, with hoodies, slippers, signs, bobbleheads, and everything, as Big Dave would say, in betwixt. <sighs> Get decked out like DeMar, DeClosen, DeRozan, with apparel from the leader in sports, merch, and also the leader in sports collectibles. Once again, that's FOCO. Looking for the perfect gift for the football fan in your life? Valentine's Day was only two weeks ago. FOCO's got you covered with hoodies to fight that Lake Michigan breeze. breeze. And it has been breezy. So check out FOCO.com or click the link in our description for all non-presale items using the code CHGO. That's 10% off. I butchered that last part a little bit. No, you did great, man. But man, I wish FOCO.com. Joey's first ad read in the books. Hey! Wish you guys wish you guys could have seen Young it. Young Spathis. Well done. Thank you, everybody. Beautiful thing, it was. It is bad. So if a guy asked, did you do something for Valentine's Day? I don't think I'm gonna ask you that. Yeah, I did. Was you, you want to share with people? Or you just share with so we made up, we got like these, we made heart-shaped pizzas, two of them. It's great. Easy. Okay. Valentine's Day date, like avoid some of like the bullshit. It's like it's just fun, like chill. And then went out like over the weekend when some of the stuff had just died down. Great play. Highly recommend it. Thank you. I like that. Wait, what was on the pizzas? Pepperoni on mine. None, okay. none for her. Just cheese. Didn't spell out. I love no you. Spelling. No, no spelling. No spelling. No spelling necessary. Okay. All right. I like that, man. You That's know what I'm saying? Save you some money. You know what I'm saying? And she rolling with you it. You just made so many fans in the chat really <laughs> depressed. <laughs> Why? What did I do? Because you just told everybody that you had a Valentine. Oh. Well, <laughs> you guys, I mean, I don't wow. hope my girlfriend's not listening right now, but the commenters, they're my real Valentines. Hey! <laughs> Love Dave, Para Jr., Bulls Troy, yeah. Ostas, Laura Lou. I mean, you guys, plus all you guys, you three, Mark, Matt, you guys, special place, Mark. <laughs> Coming for it all, man. I like it, Joseph. Um, since y'all know me, I was a positive person, yeah. pretty much. Figured I want to talk about something that was actually good about the game that I liked about the Chicago Bulls this game. And it was it was two things. Uh, one... <laughs> I like I like the way they played. Like it wasn't fold. They didn't fold. You know when they applied that pressure, like you said. Yeah. When they uh, put that wheel on there, no pun intended. When they put the wheel on them, man, it didn't give them. It didn't fold them. You know what I'm saying? It didn't shut them down. They continued to do their thing out there, and they came back with a run of their own. And then they took one. They came back with a run of their own, and then they just you know they ran out of bullets. You know what I'm saying in that fourth quarter. But I really liked that about this Bulls team because I've seen those games this season where that, that run has happened and the game was over. And you watch Billy Donovan basically use all the timeouts in the quarter because he's so upset at them. Yeah. So I was just happy that they performed, you know what I'm saying, with that effort and that defense that they had. You, they're really playing to their strengths as far as defense is concerned. You know, just getting inside, you know what I'm saying, trying to get in the passing lanes, getting those tips, you know what I'm saying, getting those steals and trying to run. That's really what – they can do with that small ball lineup. And I thought they did a solid job of that tonight, man, especially in the second half. I was with them yeah. on that. It was one of those losses that, I mean, you never want to lose, but, like, yeah. it was kind of respectable in the sense that you felt like they just outplayed you. It wasn't yeah. like the Bulls lost this game. They had a 21-point lead, right. and they blew it. Or they, they were up 24, and they just coughed it up. Like, they played 
well they played to their strengths and Billy Donovan said this after the last game like they're gonna have to they're gonna have to find ways to win ugly games yeah and this was an yeah. ugly game it was and they were right there obviously they didn't come away with it but like this is the style of game that they're gonna have to win mm-hmm. obviously I think you you're in a good position if you can get to the final couple minutes in this kind of game and you can put the ball into Mar Rosen's hands mm-hmm. and say take us home Obviously, that was not the case tonight, but I think this is sort of the recipe that they're looking for in terms of how they're going to win games for mm. these next, you know, 18, 19, 20 games that they have this season. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. They, Io, um, he had a couple of nice drives to the basket, a couple of mid-range shots, um, floaters. Um, Levine in the third quarter, that 11-point third quarter that kind of kept them in the game and just kind of you thought Levine had woken up a little bit, even though yeah. but it was a good to see. And – yeah, kind of going off of that, you have to win ugly games. I think probably what they're kicking themselves about is those turnovers that were that happened but weren't really forced by Toronto. Those bobbled passes by Vooch and Drummond and those like easy ba- those would be easy baskets turned into either a tough shot or a turnover. And those are the the little things that come back to bite you in a close game like this one, a six point game. Yeah, but I mean they they didn't fold. We've seen games where they did fold Minnesota or when they just got absolutely outplayed New York, Mm -hmm. and that didn't happen in this case. I like how you pull out both of the games while I lost my mind. (laughs) I like that. Well done, sir. Ingrained in my memory. (laughs) Yes, you were there. Particularly that that New York game because the loudest loudest applause for that game was when Derrick Rose Derrick Rose, I'll never forget it. And they were down 30 at home. Yes, they were. When that was going on. Yes, they were. I'll never forget it. Sorry you had to see that, Kyle. Actually, I'm not sorry. I'm glad you got to see that (laughs) side of myself, sir, and just know things can't get worse. The other thing, uh, quick before I get to this, that I liked was someone you mentioned. That was Ayo DeSumo. I liked how he played tonight. He was aggressive. Every time he got the ball to the bucket is where I'm going, period. Ten points, six rebounds is what I like. In these past couple games, you've seen that he turned up his rebounding way to a a whole other level, man. Like, he's done – a really good job of that. Again, a guy knowing what this team needs. You know what I mean? Like, okay, bet. Well, they need me to score a little more. You saw him start doing that. Okay, they need me to rebound a little more. Let me start doing those things. I appreciated that with him. I liked how Drummond played as well. You know, his six points and his team re- ten rebounds is why everybody in the chat was saying, yo, let's get him in the game. Why wasn't he playing? Because he did a solid job uh, rebounding tonight. Uh, Kobe White. Of course, I thought he struggled, you know, shooting. But like I said about what two or seven from the field. But like I said about him, he, you never know that he's two of seven this season. Like, he continues to play the same way, same kind of demeanor. You know what I mean? Stays focused in the game. And that's going to – I'm telling you, it's going to pay off dividends for him, man. Yeah, five assists too. Yeah, exactly, exactly. You know what I'm saying? Doing – picking that up where Io is like, I'm going to get the rebounds. Or Kobe's like, well, I'll get these assists, yeah. you know. And that plays into what you were saying, you know, those guys playing together, getting their chemistry down, you know what I'm saying, on the bench and things like that. So I, I, I like those aspects uh, of the game tonight from the bench, from the Bulls and those young guys, man. And I've said this before, but I think it's really important for those two plus Patrick Williams, the three young guys that are really part of the rotation here, Io Kobe, Patrick Williams, to get minutes together yeah. to start building chemistry when they're like sort of the primary players on the court. I mean, typically it's those three plus Drummond and then one of Damar or Zach. So obviously there's like a primary ball handler out there, but you're still getting some really good data on how 
those three play together and how they play with Zach versus DeMar. Yeah. And that can be really useful this summer when you've got to make decisions about what direction you're going to go as far as do we trade Zach, do we trade DeMar, do we let Kobe or uh, do we let Io and Kobe walk, do we package them and try to go after another star. Like there's a lot of something's going to happen this summer. I think we're all at that point yeah. and they kind of have to know what they have in these young players to determine what their next move is going to be. So sure. I think it's really important that they get minutes, and I think it's important that they get minutes the way that they have been, which is, like I said, with DeMar and then with Zach separately. Yeah. Uh, well, there was one guy who was doing his thing tonight, uh, young Joseph. It was one human being who was on top of his game handling his business for the Chicago Bulls. He is our Draft Kings King of the Night. That is Nikola Vucevic, 23 points, 9 of 14 from the field, 5 rebounds, and the four assists at one point was three of three uh, from the three-point line, man. Like, he was splashing, and he was the reason the, the Bulls were staying in the game. Ended up four of six uh, from three. Like, he's the one. Like, Vuce is the one taking those shots for the Bulls, man. He's their three-point shooter volume-wise. You don't, you don't want it to be that way, but it's good that your center, even if he's leading you in volume, can also lead you in makes, Kyle. Like, yeah. that's awesome. And – Particularly the top of the key shot is like yeah. he's very adept at hitting those shots. And Vucevic is he's become one of their most consistent offensive players this year. He's yeah. had a very impressive season um, from a scoring standpoint. And I mean, this is only a six point loss. And yeah, 20, yeah. so his 23 points, they only scored 98. So that's a big bulk of their points came from Vooch. And, you know, Stacey King always harps on how he needs to go down <laughs> to the low post and some games that's necessary, but this game showed his three point shot making his mm -hmm. uh, finishing. And it was overall, he was probably the biggest bright spot in tonight's game. Yeah. I don't know if you know this Kyle, but it's a simple game. It's a simple game. I don't know game. if you know that. I don't even know that. Well, I've been told it's a simple game. You've been told game. that? Yeah. You've been told that? I've heard that. It's been rumored. It's been rumored, man. I've enjoyed them. Uh, DraftKings, King of the night, Nikola Vucevic. Make sure you download that app. Sign up with the code CHGO. New customers can bet $5, five of them things, and get $200 in bonus bets. Win instantly. And you can do that only at DraftKings Sportsbooks, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. Use that code CHGO. Mental age and eligibility restrictions apply. Uh, Joey, is there any more uh, of the chats that might be super? A uh, couple. So. Uh, AK uh, has a couple more. He said, Billy just cleared up Dragic's salary to sign someone with size by tomorrow. LOL. Uh, and Luke also said earlier, he's like, who even is there to sign with size? You know, like, with, there's nobody. Yeah, I mean, if you're going after somebody in on March 1st that you need to save your season, that's probably indicative of a, of a larger problem. <laughs> you know, even in that sense, like, the power forward, they did sign Taylor, again, Six four, you know. Right, he's, yeah, he's not he's not a big dude. You know what I mean? But he's long. He's got a wingspan of like six eleven. You know what I'm saying? Which is why he can play that power forward position. But again, just, it goes just back to what you guy. guys are talking about, though. Like you know, the time to build your rosters in the March summer, first, not, yeah. not March. Yeah. Um, and then AK also said, which you guys touched on a little bit. What do you guys think of some of the refs' calls tonight? Palming three seconds travels, reversing calls, etc. Yeah, that was a little weird. I there was the travel call. Um, was it on Caruso? Oh, was when, a, the, when he made that move to the basket? Yeah, yeah finished cutting like off the, the wing. And then there was a palming call. Mm -hmm. I think it was on, like, Zach or DeMar or something. It was on DeMar, yeah. Yeah. It's just like, really? Are we are we witnessing this in the NBA? Um, <laughs> but, 
but you know what? Like, <laughs> I'm past the phase of blaming losses on the refs. Like, these were early calls in the games. Mm-hmm. Um, you can't let a game come down to one call, period. Like, you just... you. If you're putting yourself in that situation where the the uh, the ref is going to impact the outcome of the game, like you're not in a position to win anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, you have to be. What was it? Windhorse was saying on their podcast recently, like you have to be a um, active participant in like getting yourself out of trouble. I don't remember exactly what the quote was, but it was a good one. Um, <laughs> you just like you that. just have to you have to be more active in like not losing the games. You can't just, like, let the ref decide it. Mm, I like that. Um, I'm listening from Luke. Stop praising people who don't do stuff that fit in today's NBA. He's very upset. Oh, Well, I shouldn't give somebody praise because they played well because you don't like how they fit? That's a bunch of players who are ass that fit in today's NBA, dog, and they play like ass. But you play well, you're going to get some love, man. I, I, That's just I, how I that works. Ask, what, what does he mean by fit in today's NBA? Like, who, like is he, if he's referring, he's referring to, to Io, I think. He, he was upset that you guys were – he thought that Io did not play well tonight. Oh, how know. dare I? I thought it was a, a, a one of Io's, you know, clear, solid performances. Clearly, so. you know, somebody gets you 10 points and six rebounds and two assists off the bench. I, don't, I mean, clunk – well, he didn't, you know, shoot four threes. You know what I mean? How dare he? How dare he use his talents – to try to help this team. How dare you, Ayo Desumu? Do it the way he wants. Fit today's NBA. How dare you? <laughs> Come on, man. That was a very Matt Peck answer. Come on, dude. But dude, you got to let hoopers hoop. You know what I mean? Like Everybody ain't going to be the same. That's just not how it works. Sometimes, you know, some guys are going to do it a little bit differently. You're, it's about buckets, period, and point blank. Did you get buckets? That's all I care about, dog. Did it go in? Swear to God. And six rebounds? Off the bench? Come on, dude. Nope. I'm rolling with that, I.O. Good game. Keep that up. And he did that in 19 minutes. So, very solid for him, man. Uh, tomorrow, guys. Detroit. The Pistons. is The tons. The tons. I see uh, Wiseman, you know, had a solid game recently. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? With them. What, 23 points? About seven rebounds, I believe. Yeah. Um, they've got a, a few cast off, you know what I'm saying, players. But still young. And, of course, they got my man Jaden Ivey, and I hate that he's there because I truly do love some Jaden Ivey, man. He is awesome. Uh, what are you expecting to see, Kyle, uh, tomorrow from this Chicago Bulls team against the Pistons? I'm, I'm expecting them to go into Detroit and take care of business against a younger team. Like, okay. You, they need to it's, – it's, every game is must win at this point. You have right. to take the gimmies when they come. And, I mean, I know it's on the other side of a back-to-back, but, yeah. I mean – Detroit, Jalen Duran is out. He's still nursing his ankle. So Wiseman will be playing. And he is an athletic marvel, but there are – you can exploit him in the pick and roll. You yes. can get him in foul trouble. And kind of to Will's point earlier, I want to see more of that the Io, Patrick Williams, Kobe White unit. that They've only played 257 minutes together this year. So mm. hopefully want to see them keep growing and keep learning how to work off of each other. And against a, a – Pistons team who, besides Boyan, is a young team. That's real. I like yeah, that. I don't even think Boyan is playing. He didn't play in their last game. Um, but, yeah, they just lost yesterday to a Charlotte Hornets team. I watched that game. That <laughs> was missing P.J. Washington, yep. um, where LaMelo Ball broke his ankle. That was And they <laughs> lost by 11. Like, the Pistons do not want to win games. If the Bulls find a way to blow this, I think it will be – 
a surprise given how they've played for the first three games out of the break, the first three games of the Patrick Beverly era. But, like, I think this is almost as good a test as any to see if this team has changed at all, just mm. in terms of mm. the way that they're going to come out tomorrow. Like, it's a back-to-back. It's an away, away back-to-back. But, like, you just lost a game. you got to come out and have a big statement win. Yeah, you, like Will said, every game is, is a game seven, or DeMar said that. Every game is game seven, but it's a must-win. They have to win these games. I know you've, you've heard that a lot, and we've said that a lot this year about these games against these teams that with these lesser records. Like, you've got to go in and you've got to beat them, and they haven't done it a lot, you know, this season, or more consistently, I should say. So you got to do it tomorrow, man. You, you have no choice, like you said, coming off of this loss. They got to go into Detroit. To Detroit. Like, you can beat them, bro. Like, this is a – They're is a actively trying to be the worst team. team in the league. Come on, man. You got they, no excuses. And the sweepstakes with it, man. That's what I want to see, man. All right. Joey, any words you going to add? Uh, hit the like. Hit the like. Hit the like button. We got uh, 167 people. Only got 50 likes. So, we got more likes. And then come hang out tomorrow, you know? Come hang out tomorrow. Put that Come up hang one out time. tomorrow. Put that up one more time. They've on taken the care of business the against time. the Pistons this season. Hopefully, we'll all be celebrating a win yeah. together, hanging out, drinking beers. Yeah. And if not, then we can all be, you know, crying, you know, on each other's shoulders. Company. Exactly. Well, misery loves company. So we'll be there for each other. Group Speaking therapy. Of miserable, one thing I want to say before we sign out. Okay. The hey, Spurs hey. have lost 16 games in a row. 16, Impressive taking. six. They are yeah. still not the worst team in the league record-wise. <laughs> that is incredible to me. Who's the worst? Houston. Hey, wait. Houston. Read, read this Houston. comment here from Victor and tell me what you think. Uh, we need a lottery spin. Should we do one spin? You want to do one spin? We do one spin. They did get you to 50. You asked for 50, we they get, got you 50. We get 50. If we get to 100 before we end the show, we'll do two spins. But we'll, oh, do, we'll yeah, just get one spin right now. He's saying he can get you two spins, you get to 100 before the end of the show. Well, we're only at 53, so That's if we big. can double the amount of likes effectively, we'll okay, go two spins. Okay. But what do you double guys think? We do one spin? Yeah, let's, let's, let's do one let's spin. Let's, see, let's see how it go, right? See how we feeling right here and see if they can get to 100 before. Shout out to our CHO Blackhawks guys who are in the building. They are in the building. They're going to do their show. I wonder what they'll be talking about. This is they their, have nothing to discuss. What will they be speaking about? That guy left, right? I, I know he know. got traded. I what, believe some some guy. I don't know. I don't All know. Right. We'll figure it out. I have no clue what they'll be on. They spin the wheel every every Patrick episode. God damn it! So tune in to CHO Blackhawks after this. All right, here we go. Where are we? Bulls sitting at seventh right now. Remember, Fancy we need that. to get top four to keep the pick. Otherwise, okay. it goes to Orlando. Sitting at your favorite number seven. Here we go. Here's the spin. That is all right. The last time we did this, that's exactly what happened. They got the number two pick. So, Scoot, come on home. And Toronto gets Wemby. How about that? (laughs) The wings get wingier. It's what happens. God, can you imagine the longest team in the history of and of the world. In the history like, of the world. That's the monster. They, they could be 6'9 or taller at every yeah, single position. Every single position, dude. Like six, nine, oh, my God. That's terrifying, dog. This is some good. I'm, I'm feeling a little <laughs> you bit feel of a little some good? good magic little, mojo you, you right now. CHO number two. Joey Mojo. 41 more likes and we can go for Victor. We'll roll those over to the next spin. We can only do – we won the spin, so we, we can't, we won do, the it, spin, we can't uh, do it again. You got right, to. Fair enough. You got to the number two slide. I don't think you get built better than that, bro. You did that right there. But be with us tomorrow, y'all. Like you said, at the watch party, PB&J in the West Loop to watch the Bulls game. Starts at 6 p.m. We'll be there before that. Come hang out. 
it's free. Make sure $2 off of all the Goose Island drafts, the $15 312 buckets. All of that will be in full effect along with all this awesomeness. We will be there, y'all. Can't wait to see y'all, man. Thanks for hanging out with us. DJ Joey Spathis, follow him at Joey Spathis. The man, the prodigy, number 23 on the jersey, Kyle Williams. Follow him at K, K underscore, underscore Williams Media. Media. Ugh, I'm getting it together, baby. And you all know Quaff King, Will the Go Gottlieb. Follow him at Will underscore Gottlieb because he is He's grown. Dead. Follow me, Big Dave. Bow, sports. Bow. Bow. In your face. In your face. WL Sports. We'll see y'all tomorrow, man. Love y'all. Appreciate y'all. Let's keep it going. We out. Peace.